Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Basic shit. Like, let's get right. some artisanal shit. We you, love friends. So that's where you're trying to meet up. I love right? the colors yellow and black. Right. I love friends, I love the, the show. And... By a fountain. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I mean, Is that their colors? I thought it was the Steelers. Both. Yeah, but the Steelers, now the Steelers are technically Proud Boys now. So are that, they t- still an organization? I just read a story where they harassed some poor person. So yeah, I think yeah. they're still out there. Well, a lot thought... of them are going to jail. Good. Yeah. JJ, uh, yeah, we were just talking about. I I, I feel terrible, but he's that the dude in my favorite one of my favorite sketches of all time. Yeah, is now in jail or going to jail Present. for January yeah. six. It shows that comedy is a gateway to radicalism and it needs to be stopped. There you go. <laughs> That's there you go. right. <laughs> it must comedy, be stopped. We're doing a reminiscing game today, everybody. It's we're gonna tell some stories. I had an intro, but let's talk about the Proud Boys some more. No, but let's uh, we can move. Right before and then Okay. Telling stories makes us feel human. <laughs> All right, never mind. Let's go back to that. <laughs> I actually don't mind a nice calm <laughs> setup. Let's go. We'll no, no, work like, our no, way. Okay. I don't want to make you self-conscious. I'm kidding. Again. No, I love it. I love the jokes. <laughs> Just like our ancestors sitting around podcasting equipment and Budweiser's, today we're taking a stroll down memory lane and spinning a few weaves from our past. I remember when things were different. That's right. (laughs) World's changing. Everything's changing. I'm not young anymore. (laughs) You are young. I'm young if I die. Yeah. Then it's oh he died oh, tragically like young. Yeah. If I'm I'm currently very much in the middle of age. Yeah, yeah. If he no. fucks, he's old. If he dies, he's young. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. Yep. Oh, right. So if you have a baby, you could be a dad. Yeah. Yeah, I could be. Look at fucking Al Pacino. Al Pacino just had a baby at 82. Yeah, man. Three. With oh a 29 year old who only fucks old people. Have you it's she crazy. Only, I'm proud like, of her. Yeah. The baby's gonna come out like <coughs> <laughs> just a pile of dust. Yeah. yeah. I love my mother. She's got a great ass. (laughs) And my mother's got me jumping from one foot to the next laughing his sick motherfucking ass off. (laughs) Way too much energy for where Al Pacino is at right now. It's more like, I had a... Donna. You didn't see him in The Irishman. The Irishman, he was very, very well, energetic. Aged him back yeah. and all that. You know? No, no, there was and a whole scene. Him, they gave him poppers, I think, for that. Really? That makes your butthole explode. Oh, man. With mascarpone cheese. Because he's Italian. <laughs> I thought poppers 
were to make you more like cool. Horny for gay sex, I thought. I thought you already had to be in the middle of that. <laughs> yeah. I thought you had to be dead in the center of that in the poppers. It wakes you up from a concussion. Really? You know, there actually yeah. been an issue I was reading about. The people have been uh, mistaking poppers for like normal suppositories. It's been like new thing. Where they what, they stick the popper in their ass. Yeah, dude. You're dude. supposed to break it and sniff it. Dinosaur facts. They just oh. going all the way back up. Well, from the past. The other way. Wow, what's the crazy, you know, we're talking stories here. In New York City, New York City's uh, smoke's going everywhere. I did LSD for the first time, and I walked across the Brooklyn Bridge for the first time on LSD, and I was freaking out. Is this your first story? Yes. Well, I feel like we should talk about the rules. Are are you guys introing the show or who we are? No, no, no. (laughs) So we got a couple January 6th insurrectionists here. I'm Count Gumula. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. That's right. Right. <laughs> um, I did use that line in therapy today, which someone else said, where I said that I have resting January 6th face, which is sad for my acting career. Because yeah. you know, every single one of the roles I've currently been asking to audition for have either been words where I say the N-word quite uh, a bit. What? Or like, oh yeah, just racist, mean men. Why? But, but wait, because of, because of my though, head shape. Finally, though, because it was always like the Middle Eastern guy who had to run in and be like the shitty Cena. The terrorist That's what guy. Cena said. All now of the tables are yeah. finally. Turn. I think this is great. We're pay- reparations. I would love to play the bad guy. We'll get you in there. Thank yeah, you. I got a couple of scripts. The bad guy. Pay me to say it. That's re- oh <laughs> oh. I played Rizzo in high school, and that was Did my you? favorite role. You wow. are a perfect Rizzo. Thank I you. I played Lizzo in high school. Very different situation. Right. They Controversial. Like Did no. not like it. People were like, who like is it. Lizzo? <laughs> yeah, Gosh, she's some see. fucking toddler down the street. <laughs> <laughs> her crying is incredible. <laughs> Have you seen her cry? <laughs> Pop Savvy Chuck. So we got Henry Zabrowski and Holden McNeely on the show today. Yeah, Thank yes. you for joining us. Yeah. We did. No, yeah. Yeah, he you got a high no, the show? No, I didn't. I actually, I was. I forgot to take my edible earlier. Oh. That's do you good. do it normally, like during the day? Um, If I'm going to be aimlessly walking around the river with Winnie, I'm going to have a five milligram edible. Oh, sure. It's going to oh. allow me to turn to turn my brain into the mind of a child a little bit. But it's not too much to be like, oh, fuck, I'm hot. But what if a hawk kidnaps her? And you're, like, your reflexes are <laughs> Then I will fucking fight the closest electric guitar to fight to play the craziest <laughs> solo because that would be fucking <laughs> rock. <laughs> Stole my baby! <laughs> yeah. Hawk thieving, baby. Hawk thieving. <laughs> Honestly, we talked we talked a little bit about missing kids on a uh, serious show recently. I don't miss them. Um, this is what I was saying. <laughs> what an easy way to get out of being a parent. Because mm. oh, they someone just come take them. Yeah. And then you get and then you get all the points to cry. And you're like, oh no, I'm not looking. I don't have kids anymore. And then you're just free. Oh, but that's, what if you like left your child on the hood in the Walmart parking lot and drove away? Oh, well, then that's jail? on you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You See, that's why I like having a dog more than a kid, because if it dies or goes missing, I'm not going to prison. Oh, yeah. Wendy can sit in a cage for six hours and ain't nobody calling Discovery Plus. Probably my 12. Ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all day. No, we don't, though. We take very good care of her. She actually has a whole person that looks at her. No, you know, no. If a dog gets molested, it's like whatever. But if your child got molested, that's, that's everybody's. Calling yes. everybody. You can't leave anybody alive. I mean, Honestly, absolutely. Yeah. You pay my, more to molest your dog. If yeah. my dog is getting molested, I am going to be upset. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it would pop like a little furry balloon, <laughs> right? Full of man cum. Do you like this? 
Mm. Right. <laughs> Does the audience like it? We don't know yet. The uh, we, we, But we're playing the reminiscing game today. We did this a couple weeks ago, Amber and mm-hmm. I, just the two of us. And we figured, let's try it again and bring in the fucking boys. Yeah, sure. You know, so we got Henry and Holden here to maybe talk some old murder fist stories, some old times just uh, drinking at bars, some New York stuff with Amber and yeah. I. And, uh, you know, just the general memories, too. If you have anything from your childhood you want to get off your chest. I don't remember holding chunks of my childhood. I don't really know. You might have got molested then. Everyone says that, but I think I would have told everybody. Your mom, <laughs> your mom walking in on you, uh, jaying off to those uh, 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 schoolgirl Asian uh, girls. Yeah, I will. I literally thought of that the other day. I, I thought of that. Why? At, I don't know. Why would it's you think of that? Stuck in my head. It's in the hamster wheel that is my brain. I don't know why. I'm so obsessed with that moment in your childhood. I just, I see it in my head. Uh, you so anyways, for one, you know, let's take it back a notch just one more time and explain the rules to this very loose-handed game, and then we'll just start telling stories. I've got I think we really laid it out pretty clearly, but I guess we'll have to go over Well, who I think we, how we started with I, their I proud boys and went straight it. to molesting. <laughs> I really <laughs> think we're really... Perfectly set up right. to do right. this storytelling game. We've started like five different stories. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, one of us will tell a story, and then the other three will judge it, and then we'll give that a rating between one to ten, and I'll write it down here. And at the very end, somebody will win, and then they'll get to fucking go home. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. if not, we're all going to the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Let's go back. So, what do we want to start with? New York in the streets, or Henry jerking off and his mom sheet. catching? Let's him? go, Henry jerking oh, off with your mom God. catching. Yeah, you. sure. <laughs> so, when I was fourteen years old, no, wait, was right. So he just moved to Florida. You so, remember your age? Oh yeah, dude. Was because when I was, let's see, we moved to Florida, nineteen ninety-seven. I was about thirteen years old. We moved to a little apartment complex because at the time. I thought it was like fun because it kind of left really urgently. But apparently my mom was like doing this weird mechanism where we did not know that we were being used as a sort of like a, a ploy to get our, my father to sober up. Mm-hmm. And basically she's like, I'm going to take the kids. You can't see him. You can't see them unless you figure out how to be sober and show up and find us, which he did. Because my father was really strong. The fact that he was a massive alcoholic and literally stopped dead on a dime. And then he lost all his friends and every single fun part of his life was all gone too. I'll tell you but, what, if you're hang, if you're trying to hide from an alcoholic, you don't go to Florida. No, that's yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it was difficult for him. <laughs> so we're in Florida. And Wait, they, so take it. So you you were living in Queens, and then yes. your mom was like, "We need to get the kids well, and my, run away." My like father was yes, yeah. she fled. She was going to well, essentially. Well, my mom puts it as like my, the way my mom tells the story. It might as well have been Children of Men. It was like in the cover of night we went, and I don't, but I don't think that they. To be honest, every single time my mother tells me a story, I know it's half a lie. Yeah. Um, just because she's a, a Zabrowski. So she actually has the gift of storytelling. Right. Every story sometime... my mom told was like untrue. Well, it's like complete fabrication. But I why mean, let... when they would win the game, wouldn't they? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And why would you let truth get in the way of a good story? I'm I'm of the same school, right? Yeah. But she decided at this time for we moved we moved into this apartment because my Father was going to retire early from the police force, and so he knew that that's where he get his best bang for his buck is in Florida. So he knew we were all going. We didn't just run there randomly. We might have moved to Vegas. I might have been a completely different child wow. if we had moved to Vegas. Wow. Probably be a better, cooler child. But then when we went down to Florida, we my, we got this little apartment, and again, I don't know why. Because before, the family computer was in the dining room away from everybody else. Yeah. But this time, they decided... 
that the family computer, because I was the only one who really used it, went straight into my room. So this portal to every thought that ever was was right in my room. And we got fully gigged up with the internet. It was still dial-up, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. for some reason, because at, that, at this point, I was mostly looking up, you know, when I was looking up pornography, right? I went straight to it. Straight to pornography. It started with video games. It was games and porn immediately. Very, very obsessed. And now, learned. this is when it's arcane, though. So we're talking. Mean, it is not just an easy trip down, skipping down Pornhub lane. Not to see full boobies, like right? Like 10 minutes to load up. A yeah. picture. Yeah. That's what I used yeah. to do. So one of my favorite things that I really got into was heads of celebrities pasted onto naked bodies, but also naked superheroes. So superheroes featuring naked celebrities, and they would be painted, basically a naked celebrity painted as a superhero, and I would download it. Co- so like, cosplay. Old school cosplay. Yeah. So like Batman with his tits out. Yeah. But, yes. And I loved it. <laughs> or like I loved one, every or like second. Wonder Woman with her balls out. Yeah, when, <laughs> when Gal Gadot finally does full dick out Wonder Woman, <laughs> then I'm there. Then I like it. Imagine I'm very all the people. <laughs> <laughs> Sing that right to camera. Second, pandemic number two, that's where we're getting that if, one. If it panned down to her fully engorged penis... Nice. Yeah. I would cure me. The true lasso totally. of truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I, you know, at this point I developed a system. My mom had this whole thing where she did not believe in closed doors. I don't know if you dealt with that. My mom had no no. Oh, oh yeah. they would just bust in my room. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was not allowed. Yeah, locks were not cool. And never cool. And so I got really used to jerking off really fast. Right, like you get into this thing, you go zip zap, zip zap, you get in and out, in and out, right? Like we should have done with Vietnam. Yeah. But this one time, I, f- I managed to figure out how to get rid of the parental locks that they had set up on it immediately. Anybody who of has course. a kid knows yeah. they, they know how to hack it. So I finally sat with it, and I remember like daring myself, thinking like, okay, real porn's here now. I can probably get this real porn. So the first thing I thought in my head, the first term in my head that I, I don't know why, was I, I truly don't know why, was Asian lesbian schoolgirls. Yeah. <laughs> I just went right in there. And I think it was because my first love was a young woman named Mae Yang, if you're out there. Ah. Mm-hmm. Was she are. Asian? Yes. <laughs> and a schoolgirl, I take it. At the time. Yes. <laughs> when it was legal for me to like it. Because she was also a child, and I was a child as well. well. All right. Let's you just, just let me please explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so I typed it in, and it was right. So I was like, all right. So at the time, this is also back in the day, no accoutrement. I did it completely dry. And so as I'm trying to go about myself, my mother walks in the door. Now, a complete freeze. I don't know what to do. One thing I didn't realize in this story was that the door is wide open, which is so ballsy, man. Because at this point, Again, I was a sniper. Yeah. I just need, and again, I'm 13. Right. What does that mean about your sex life now if you trained yourself to come really fast? Well, then I elongated. Okay. I had to do, again, tra- training, training. Not all I did is train. Mm-hmm. My whole <laughs> life, all I've ever done is train to make love. And I <laughs> sat, I was doing it, but my mom, so my mom comes in and she goes like, oh God, I'm just cleaning in here. And she starts vacuuming. And my first instinct, because it's just full-on pornography on the screen, is I just put my hand on the screen. Is right? it like a my... photo or a video? It's a video. Oh, right? wow. I hit the mute. I managed to hit mute, put my hand on it, and she's not looking at me. And then she turns around, and she's like, what's that under your hand? <laughs> and I was like, nothing. She's like, what is that under your hand? 
And then I reveal, and she's like, you pig. You <laughs> disgusting little pig. And then she like pulled me out of the room because this is my mom was an ear, ear puller was and a hair dick puller. Out? Yeah. Wow. She yeah. Went, no, mommy. No, like, mommy. No. Swaying. Did you I'm, come when she pulled your ear? No, thankfully it had zipped up inside of me. Like it was like immediately like it <laughs> went right. from me May Yang and blizzard and blazoned on a 24-year-old porn woman's body in this room, you know what I mean, in my brain, blah, 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 to me just like unhorny in the living room. My mom called me a fucking pig. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. I can't even believe. And so what I did was after she berated me and saying she was going to take the computer out of the room, what was nice is that she had no fucking clue how to dissemble the computer. She didn't know how to put it back together. And so I was the one who did all of it. So it was just like, let's have an arrangement here. And I brought her in the room and I was just like, you will see me put locks on this. I'm going to put these parental locks on it so you can see there's no way I'll ever be able to access this porn ever again. And she was just like, I just know you're honorable. <laughs> I know that you won't do it again. And then, man, I just, you know, just jerked right. off fucking impunity for forever. Really? In the living room? Well, then it was in my, no, because she couldn't move it out of my room. She couldn't figure it out how to oh. un disassemble the computer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And she was like, you move it. And I was like... Oh, mom, it's so complicated. Because <laughs> no. computers were like the size of a Buick. They were yeah. huge. No, it was just a normal computer. It was just a desktop computer. No, because yeah. you were in 1950s. Yeah, right? normal, yes, it was me at MIT 1957. <laughs> the big punch uh, cards. I'm going to give that story a nine, not a 10, because I'm sad that I picture your mom like grabbing you and then you being hurt sexually, and that might have hurt yourself in the future. I think, to be honest, if this affects your voting, I think I got out of it unscathed. Because I ended up telling the story immediately after to all my friends. Mm. Just the idea of being, because I ended up finding it really, at first I was, I, it's weird. I feel like I have a defense mechanism where I just found it really, really funny uh, after yeah. the pack. But the fact that she, I mean, like, I know maybe it's in there somewhere. But there's so many, like, because I wanted to ask you about, like, there's so many potential fetishes that could come out of that. So Absolutely. Like the whole voyeurism part where, like, you have the door open, you could get caught at any moment. There's, like, a sex in public Ear thing. Earplay. Yeah, do you, you have play? any of that? No. Mommy. And then also being berated, being called a dirty no, little No, I want to be complimented. Okay. You I want to, to be build, I want to be built really up. You're a really good writer. <laughs> That's like, what I you need. You're really good in your pretty face. I want to, I, all I crave. Or Natalie. I mean, positive validation. You, I love your IMDb is like really impressive. Please somebody say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I really think I, in many ways I got out. And I also think truly the way I truly break the cycle which Eddie knows too, don't end up with the woman that reminds you and looks like your mother. Yes. Sure. That is a, that is a very good idea. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You got to look at it because there were times, there are times because all of a sudden you talk to somebody. Because you kind of look like your mother. 
Uh, <laughs> 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 I even believe you said her name. We're going to bleep that out. Fucking bleep that out. Amber. No, no, no. Well, she actually, no. She They're got, the same height because I've met your mother, lovely woman. The one's different. I think that there were other women that I talked to that were more like my mother. Mm-hmm. That we just straight up Italian American. Like, like, nah, 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 Henry, Henry, Henry. That was later on when I was doing well. And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's completely yeah, real. Though. It's completely. Yeah. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Yeah, I love I'm it. fine with her. I love it. I give no the good. story a six. <laughs> what, <is laughs> what do you mean? Why a six? The impression. The act, he had to stop act. jerking off. He's lying to his mother. You, you know, did an act out. It was. Yeah, fun. no, I think it's. I was a good. You know, I, I, I want. You know, also you got to leave room for other stories. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you know, right. but also I'd say you know it's it has a tragic ending, and you know, well, I mean, how is it tragic? I you don't. Did you finish? No, but I came. <laughs> I definitely made up for it. There were years where all I did was mess. You did get to keep the computer. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I succeeded. Hit with blue balls. I had a conversation recently. Lexi didn't understand the blue ball thing, and I was like, no, no, no. It is like an active, really intense pain. That look at you, Amber, because I just figured you might not. Yeah, exactly. Women do not care. It's like they do not care. It's fine though. Given twelve births, when you, you know what I mean. I don't know if I've ever gotten it. Really, you can just I, I'm jerk t- off. It hurt. No, no, no. It, I couldn't because I think people like friends came over. Or something. There was something. Yeah, that that's when I've had it. It's mostly when I'm in but, the, trying to masturbate, and I because sometimes if you if you got time, you can take your time, right? Mm-hmm. You can really peruse, right? And sometimes at the end of that scenario, if somebody just shows up at my house, then you can't do it no more, and then your balls like the postman. Oh yeah, I'm always inviting them in, <laughs> but then a lot of times we co-masturbate. Oh, good. Yeah, just because, again, I don't want him stressed. Because if not, we know he lights shit up. It's been a while. It has. It has been a while. Yeah. Everyone's, normal people are doing it now. But still, mailmen get the rap. You know, it's like, that's all I think about. I think about them shooting people and when they used to go drink at the poorhouse and every mailman would literally drink to the point where they would just piss themselves sitting on the stool. Wow. So that's your story. Do you want to tell this story? I mean, I I mean, I guess. I mean, I've told this story It's very sad. Well, we still need to finish ranking Henry's story. Uh, So I give it a score. Yeah, give it a score. I give it a 69. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I give it a, I know. I give and I'm gonna be like two canoes and four. You know, everyone does that joke. I'm gonna give it what? a no, seven. Seven, seven right. two sevens and a nine, so we'll call it an eight. All right. Okay, okay. Right. Eight points, not bad, not bad. Seven. I have the postman story, but I actually have a similar story to Henry's childhood jerking off story. Okay. That I mind telling. Yeah, sure. Mine immediately goes. I, I I don't think I have a whimsical masturbation story, which seems odd to me that I don't have one. But uh, maybe young love for me. Go on. Ed. Right, and me as a girl, if I ever had a story, my dad walked in on me, Matt. Like that's a whole other story. Oh, oh yeah, 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 it's you know all I mean? fucked up. Well, he <laughs> would just immediately have to commit suicide. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, not a funny story. My dad found me having sex one time. But that was like way easier, I think. You're, oh, oh okay. my dad caught me hooking up a couple times, and yeah. he was always just like proud of me. In high yeah. school, yeah, yeah. Wow. And the um, yeah, I remember one time he uh, he came in and the lights were all off, and uh, there was a girl like giving me a massage, and my dad like came in, he was like, oh, sorry. Okay. Nice. Have a, have a, have a nice time. Okay. Enjoy your time together. <laughs> I brought some snacks outside. <laughs> I wonder how long my parents knew I was gay before I proved otherwise. You know what I mean? Oh, well, my my father because of the, my love of Phantom I didn't of the have Opera. Sex till sophomore year of college. I was all in theater. 
They yeah. did not know. Mm-hmm. I, my father was, I think that's what it was when he saw it. He was truly relieved. Right. For yeah. him. They would have been fine with it, but I just, I'm sure they thought I was just 100%. They would have dealt with it. Sexual. Yeah, my parents would have dealt with it. For what? Anyway. But you're in a rock band. Yeah, dude, but a lot of gay Freddie Mercury, bro. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> gay as hell, dude. He's gonna Sammy Agar. Sammy right. Agar. Sammy Hagar is gay. Oh yeah. This is on the side. Really? Oh, no. I had no idea. That's not real. No, it's not real. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. The Red Rocket. He, he makes sweet. I heard right. like Slash like licked a dude's asshole once. If you like. have it, at least if you're not in one, then right, those, slash. you know. Oh, all right, save it for the rest, Dad. <laughs> you got to be kissing. You got to be super ambidextrous sexual to be in rock and roll. That's right. Yeah. So, Eddie, tell us about your childhood yep. masturbation story. So, you remember, like, when there were cable boxes? Oh, yeah. You know, people, had, when you had cable, like, there's still cable boxes, but there used to be, like, like a big box for every room had to have a cable box. And then, like, there were, like, these weird, like, plugs in the side of your house and stuff. Oh, yeah. If you wanted HBO, a dude had to literally come and bring, like, a weird tube and stick it in the side of your house. Oh, yeah. You and know? then that guy... Sometimes we give you for free if you showed them your parts. <laughs> or if you're a police officer. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so the box in my, and we used to always have, and on a nightly basis, you could spend $5 and get the Playboy channel. Mm-hmm. And every, and then, but we all watched the scrambled Playboy channel. You know, like you look for you look for you look for a nipple in the in the in the scrambles. Once I at my buddy Daniel's house, I would is about to say his last name, but I'll leave that out. We stayed up all night looking at the scramble show. Yeah, and just just looking. There was one where you like got half the screen. We got it for like thirty minutes, and we I can't believe we didn't just come right then and there. Oh my god, I feel like Gen Z is gonna be listening to this. Like, what are these ancient people talking about? Yeah, they just none of them have to be in a room being horny together out of sheer just necessity. Right. I mean, they, they are still kind of doing that, I think, because it's school. But I, I also, you know, they have the mass shootings and the and the rise of the oceans. So right. they're going to be a more serious generation, probably. Right. <laughs> they're not going to get the same kind of fun times. Yeah, like what that would you rather, have. secretly masturbate or have to hide in the Midwest because the ocean's coming for you? God, secretly masturbate. Honestly, I got I grew to like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eddie. So the cable box. So the cable box. So the scramble on the Playboy channel one day stopped. I don't know why. Only in my bedroom. And so only in my bedroom was that the Playboy channel was available every night. This wow. is while I'm going through puberty. What did you Internet do? doesn't exist. Like, I don't, like, I, there was no. I'm like a little bit older than you. Yes. So like you're so right. Like those are before. crucial crucial yeah. internet years. And so there was no like if I wanted to look at a booby on the internet, I had to wait for a picture to load like five it would like slowly start to form over the oh, course yeah. of like five minutes. Oh yeah. So I had the Playboy channel in my room and then I had a VCR. So I just started like taping the Playboy channel every night and then I would like give it to my friends at school and stuff like that. God, you were oh. always a dealer. You're so cool, man. And if you were over 18, you could go to jail forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, but I now was, it luckily I was like 15. Okay. And uh, yeah, no, that was uh, that was wonderful. So I had Playboy channel all night, every night. Every dude wanted to sleep over the house. It was like, words started getting around and then one day it just vanished. My God, would you have jerk off sessions in your room? I think yes, I've definitely jerked off in front of uh, one of my friends before. Well, you're sure. very you're a boy's boy. You yeah. were really into you guys. We you weren't play touching football, each other. You yeah. play, 
But you guys were around each other naked. I was Very one of those Spartan people. Like, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, always I was been like never nude. No. Like, I, I never, never wanted to be. I've never showered. Showered. Never, never liked to be naked yeah. around other men or in, in in those scenarios. I was always just like, ew. We weren't like showing each other our dicks or anything. No, like, our hands were in our pants. Yeah. It only happened like once or twice. Right. Right. You know, but like we would just watch it and like be like happy and shit. Yeah. See, we had the free cable box where I could flip it on the back and like we got full on pornography and I remember. I remember my baseball team came over one time and we I turned it on to show all of them and we sat in silence for like five minutes and I was like, let me shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like we all were like Oh, 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 yeah. And by the way, to be fair, like, I watched a ton of porn with my friends. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but just the jerking off part. Just yeah. the jerking off part, I don't I don't have a memory of. No, everyone used to run home after. Right. Oh, my God. My, my worst, my, my, one of my most embarrassing memories w- was uh, my, my friend whose house we'd always hang out with uh, had the cool d- uh, divorce dad with the subscription to Playboy. Yeah, cool divorce and dad. I remember. <laughs> yeah, and that's where we all get, got, like, really fucked up. and like Not a problem like, at all. Yeah. Uh, but. But uh, we, we, I remember there was this, it was a playmate of the year. She was, I forgot her name, Karen McDougal, I think was her she name. She fucked Trump. That sounds like she a made up name, Karen McDougal. Right? She was playmate <laughs> of the year. She was also on the episode that Howard Stern ruined Magic Johnson's uh, late night talk show career on. She was the first guest. Howard Stern was the second guest. And if you remember, that episode that he did is what ended Magic Johnson's late night show. Why? What yeah. happened? If you remember that. Yeah. No. Because he just made like such a mockery of the whole thing. And like it was clear that Magic Johnson just had no control over his own. Yeah, yeah. And Howard Stern just took over. He just took over and it just sort of ended the whole thing. Wow. And um, yeah, I just, anyways, that's a weird memory too. But um, I remember just being like, can I borrow this? And <laughs> Pat, my buddy and his dad was like, you can keep it. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no wet. And I just walked away in shame, but your just hoardiness is so strong. That so it real. Matter. It doesn't I matter. Took the magazine and took it home. And Good for you. A lot. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I was walking. Oh, sorry. I was walking around LA one time, and Mm. I saw this place called the Tiki Theater. And I, I was at night, so I go and I'm like talking to the guy in the booth. I'm like, "What is this?" He's like, "It's a porn theater." I said, "Okay, cool." So I go walk away. He's like, "Do you want to check it out for a second? I said, "Sure." He said, "Come on inside." (laughs) And I like you cross through these things that look like New York City turnstiles into a subway from the 1970s, like that bar that you walk into. Yeah. And then he opens the door, and it was a bunch of men in a room jerking off to a lady on the screen having a good time, and it smelled like cat. 
cats giving birth. Oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah, I yeah, totally yeah. You don't want to be in there. <laughs> of all these men, and they turn around and look at me, and I waved, and I was like, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. Brighter side on LPN. It's always good to plug. You have to remember to plug. stickers their way. Yeah. All right, so, Ed, continue. I mean, my story's over. You, right, you, can, you, you can rate it. Um, so, jerking off with the boys. <laughs> no, my story you was and about the free Playboy channel. You <laughs> gave out pornography to a bunch of minors. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm also a minor. Don't forget I dealt real drugs. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Uh, he's paid for his crimes, and I'm going to give that story... I'm going to give, you know what? I was going to give it a five. I'm giving it a six because you admitted to some raw shit fucking blasting off with your friends a couple times. Yeah, you and your buddy <laughs> having sweet sex with That's each other. real shit, dude. Because I know how where, how far it went. I have to yeah. say, though, I could very well have been in a room with, with a friend who jerked off. We watched hours of porn. And you were, together. you know, you were fixated on the television. Yeah. You yeah, were no looking behind you. You were basically alone. Staring at the TV. Yeah. I mean, like, we used to skip school and watch like hardcore pornography because everyone had, there was like five videotapes we used to all share. Not the Playboy stuff because like the actual hardcore stuff. And uh, I remember one day we all skipped school and we were smoking cigars in my buddy's living room watching a hardcore pornography. <laughs> and then my friend's like, will you call in... <laughs> sick for me for school because I just did it for myself and then I called in and I had a higher pitch voice back then so I pretended to be his mom and then they were like Frank come to school yeah, yeah just, <laughs> uh, we know what's going on I hung up Can I was you, like you gotta go you know <laughs> it's such a funny it, like boys being boys like skipping school to go watch hardcore pornography could you imagine though skipping work technically that makes yeah. you David Duchovny yeah. right like where you have to now you have to go to a clinic now you have to go you're not with Leone anymore. Oh my God. I skipped lunch once and went to Subway Sandwiches and I got in school suspension. Wow. Yeah, you didn't even watch yeah. a bunch of hardcore pornography no, and smoke a bunch of. In <laughs> a room, not even not. No. Jerking off with the boys, I give that an eight. Talking about what's on my story. <laughs> Just for the sheer absolute. It's Pride me. Month. I like to hear these stories. <laughs> these coming out tales are absolutely incredible. Eight stars. All right. So I got a six from Holden yeah. and two eights. We'll call it a seven. We'll call it a seven. Oh. All right. Okay. Seven point five. You want to You know what? This next story does. Does it have to be about little boys coming? No. no. I wish I had. Am I next or is it? Is it, it? Go, it's it matter. I have a random story. I haven't really shared it on the show before. But great. Let's hear so it. So in college, I stayed in this place that was like this old, um, it was an old brothel that was like haunted, but it was, they threw down some carpet and then now you can go live there, right? Cool. And um, my friends and I, we had this fun game called the knife game. And so anytime somebody was new that came over, like they would sit on the balcony because it was in Louisiana, they all had balconies. You sit out back and then like, uh, the, sorry, everybody sits out back and like, I, I make the new person stand at the top of the staircase. And I said, don't worry, we're going to have a funny time. It's going to be really funny. And I said, okay. So I turn out all the lights and I go grab a big kitchen knife and I run around downstairs and I'm just like, I <laughs> scrape it against the thing like, and I was like, hi, the ghost. I am the whole ghost. And I would like scrape it against the wall. There was like marks from like doing the game multiple times. Yeah. And then Amber, have you always been like knife. this? Or- <laughs> 
<laughs> is this a new, are you a new formation of your personality? Or has it always been like this? I think it's you? always been like this. That's why my family asked me to leave. So, <laughs> and then I would just turn a corner with a knife and I'd be, I would just be like, I'm coming for you. And then we'd like run up at them and then like they would run back to the porch and then all my friends would laugh and laugh. You're running with a knife? Yep. Um, well, I hate the safety issues. Danger zone. Yeah. Danger, Danger zone. zone. I'm Danger sorry it's not about But it's like, a great, no, it's a, no, it's a great. And you didn't come or somebody didn't come. Yeah, you I'm didn't help. the conversation. Okay. Thank you. I'm good. still shift. talking about prostitutes. It's yeah, a yeah. shift slightly. Hey, sex workers, that, <laughs> That's right. But I would there scare a lot of people. All right. Gotcha. Okay. It was a lot of like boys that I would invite over. And yeah, you know yeah. what? I never You did got... this more than once. Yep. And it was a lot of men that were like kind of interested in me. And I think I might be the problem. I mean, just running, you holding knives at him, calling, saying he Actually, was a whore. Though, at the same time, now that you say that kind of like caveat to the story, I like it even better. Thank yeah. you. Because again, if they can't handle you at your worst, they don't deserve you at you're not trying to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't deserve that. They need to be able to handle it. I, right. You know, I have a very dangerous wife. And I appreciate it. I feel the danger, and I think it's part of the tension that holds right. our family together. Oh, I'm so right. scared of my you know what I mean? we You better be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We all thought it was so funny. We all, it was like, it's a good joke. It's the early 2000s. You yeah. know what I mean? John Moreno tells that story about how he used, they used to take a bunch of, they used to, what's it, candy flipping, where it was uh, ecstasy, acid. acid. Oh, yeah. And then they used to do that, and they used to, um, he said that he was forever traumatized because he saw a cartoon rabbit walk through a wall, and then his buddies locked him in the garage, and they all pointed at the, they went out with knives to the windows where the garage were, going like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Like, <laughs> yeah. stab the windows. Every and one shit. of his, like, fun stories are horrible. Are all so traumatic. Horrible. He's so filled with trauma. It's yeah. like insane. But that's was a bank robber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but honestly, I give your story eight. Thank you. All right. Simply because no, I, I approve thinking, of the message. I was I was thinking eight myself actually. Because right. you know, it's, it's good to have fun with ghosts, threatening uh, young men, and you know, teach him a healthy fear of women. And Absolutely. you're hanging out in a good in a, in a brothel, which is always fun. An old brothel. We used to always like to hang out at them. We're not really. We used to always go. Uh, there was a like a swingers club right next to where we used to live, mm -hmm. and we'd always knock on the door and run away. So uh, <laughs> you you had more courage than us. Yeah, I want to give it an eight, but no one blasted a load in that whole story, no. so I'm going to have to knock it down to a six. That's yeah, it's right. Pride Month. Yeah. Fair right. enough. So it's a seven, I'd say, on average. Okay, yeah. seven. Yeah, seven on average. All right, Holden, one more story. We need yeah, a story you know, I was you? trying to think of something like, because I've told a lot of fucking stories, you know what I mean? There's the Beanie Weenie story, if you're like a, sure. a round table lover mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, and, and I kind of want to find out like a newer story. Yeah, so I have this one. So, so bringing up the "You Can Keep It" porn magazine moment, it's like that's one of those moments that I look back on. Still, you know, you have yeah. these moments where you randomly think of it and you feel like the same sense of embarrassment. You yeah. Know, oh yeah. Felt back then. Oh, I know? remember when I was forced to do a Broadway level audition in front of Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Oh and I didn't God, know the yeah. song, <laughs> and I didn't know the scene, <laughs> and I absolutely no. This is real. This be a I lived story. it. I lived it. It that was the, one of the worst so moments. Funny. In my, in I, my that's life. one of my favorite. I, I don't think I know this. I don't know. It's that. One of the single he, worst moments. He of my showed life. up to an audition. I let, I'll tell the story after you're done. You tell your story, and I can tell that story. Yeah. So this is another one of those like I look back on it, and I'm just kind of cringe a little bit. And this was in college. And I was really struggling freshman year of college in my like theater academia. I was BFA acting. It should have been Henry, not me. No, no, yada, because yada, yada. at the time they didn't know that something was like wrong with you. They right. thought that that was like a character you played, or that they could have, yeah, <laughs> I mean, could have done maybe not like Stanley Kowalski. But you did. Scene. You were like, you did a super. I remember when you came in because everyone literally thought like. 
This guy's like Andy Kaufman, <laughs> genius. <laughs> but this character he plays, it's like he doesn't stop. Remember, I played when I when I did. It was, okay, well that there was like an air of mystery that's its own around. Sorry, when I played Lone, when I, I was this character in Lone Star, yes. in Cletus. Yes, I love and this. This was after I get kicked out of the acting program. I was well. This is. I mean, I guess this will be the story. That I, I love this, story. this. This is a good All right, one too. So I get kicked out of the acting program. I'm like so ashamed. I remember everyone's like, you, you guys all got hold and addicted to weed. Yeah, yeah. They all thought I was like coming to class high, which is like super not true. No, I, you're I, just like school this. being really serious. Yeah. I would just go home and get really high afterwards with yeah. a bunch of people who were already just sitting in my apartment, even though I lived by myself. Well, I remember because Jay Sullivan was a policy. Jay Sullivan was a senior when I was a freshman. I remember distinctly it was like my third year. He decided I was cool. Yeah. And he's like, like that's Holden home. McNeely's place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter whether or not he's home or not. You can go you can in there like anytime. Go in there yeah. and the, and I loved that because I was starved for I didn't have that up until that point in my life like I didn't have friends like that like I had I'd always have like a couple of friends who were the weird kids off to the side whatever right? yeah you so got to reinvent yourself to, to come a cool home from class and there's a room full of people passing a fucking joint around to listen to music in my apartment was the fucking shit no one stole no. anything no oh. no we were good we were a theater program cool. we were theater kids it was chill it's the early 2000s by the way also this is like kind of my most bohemian time in life like I didn't who gave a shit like I didn't yeah. have he didn't have anything. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna steal his comics. We drank his beer. Maybe yeah. stole some of his sure. weed. Yeah, you could do. Yeah, for sure. But like, I had like a <laughs> CD player. I mean, there was. Yeah. It's not a lot. Going. I didn't even have much for. I don't even think I had TV. So, anyways. Yeah, you had a TV. You play video games. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I did eventually. We watched got, a lot of movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. So I guess we, we didn't have cable. Didn't have cable. No actual TV. TV. Anyways, though. I get kicked out of the acting program. I mean, that whole story is a big part of my whole trajectory. It was like very serendipitous. Like the night I get kicked out of the BFA acting program, I went and did my first improv show since like I high school and it was with Mr. John Moreno, Speak of the Devil, and then all of a sudden and then we, and it was and we fucking crushed this room together. And like You used to do the I mean now they're cringy, but at the time they were brilliant. The it's different songs, when you yeah. used to just improv they rap, but it was improv, you to just crush I just like the room. improv on uh, yeah. songs on guitar and like kill at parties and stuff. But like we and that's how John like was like, I want to work with that guy. But anyways we did an improv show and like crushed. And um so actually how I met our friend Matt Burgos uh, he was, uh, I did auditions, I guess. I was still auditioning, I well, guess. He was our teacher, too, at the time. He sort was, of. He was a grad student, he but he was teacher? our teacher, but oh, he was only, like, four years older. We did, like, us. a general audition for the, for, he was a grad student, but he was a very young grad student. We did a general audition for all of their grad student, like, one-act plays that they did that semester, and I got cast with John Moreno and this other guy, Mike, who also became a good friend, and, in this play called Lone Star. Lone Star is, like, Texas town, Three dudes in the back of a dive bar doing this whole scene. Talking about right? adult issues, but you're yeah, like maybe. college kids. That's always funny. Always. Yeah. You know how many times? I remember when we did Diary of Anne Frank, the hardcore <laughs> version in high school was just like the one where the Nazis come in at the end and beat everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very serious for high school. Yeah. So, so my note for this character from Burgos was. In the town filled with the dumbest people in America, you're the dumbest person in that town. Like, well, that was my note, which is a great note for me because I want I play really, like, over-the-top character stuff. So I do the show. I'm, like, such an over-the-top character. But the show went over well. It went really well. Great. It was a great show. No, no, this was, like, one of the best acting compliments I ever got, this lead-up here. And what was the name of the uh, Hispanic uh, director... At the so it was Antonio Mike Ritchie who Michael Ritchie who is like the the one of the main staff members that got me kicked out yeah but he also told me I was too fat to act totally 
He went to, and he actually ended up directing. To his credit, he ended up directing my first uh, play, my my first, my one act play, and like supporting like my writing later on. It was a weird. That was all weird too. Because he felt guilty about trying to trash your life, and then we built the whole thing outside of the BFA program. No, I know. If you ever make a, if you ever write a book about uh, podcasting, it should be called Too Fat to Act. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So so. uh, Anyways, uh, I do this show, and like the thing was, and this is kind of maybe an amateur thing, but I still kind of am like this like I don't like dropping the carrot like I don't want to break the facade so like I even came out for curtain call uh, uh, in character Whoa. right? and I mean I'm just so over the top like I was like alright I want like that was I remember I was Cletus right uh-huh. and at the end I mean by the way trigger warning for a word and you can bleep it out if you want but the guy what was his name turned to Michael Antonio Ritchie. yeah Antonio turns to Michael Ritchie and just says at the end is he actually <laughs> yeah. Which well, is one of the greatest acting compliments. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It was unbelievable. And, and it was like, it was because like I had to be in the town of the dumbest people on the on the planet. I'm the dumbest guy in that town. I no. mean, you know what I mean? So like, well, you were a very- line thought I had mental like, ish, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff going on. It's oh, yeah. It's a huge. You were definitely like. But it appeared to be somebody different. with the mental thing. But here's the thing. Well, I wasn't though supposed to be. Oh, <laughs> I was right. just supposed to be the dumbest guy in the dumbest town. You just took it. I just went too far. so, and I came out in character for the curtain call. Oh. So it was just so like, yeah. He just thought he thought I, I had a, like actual. I was actually a problem. I did a play in college, <laughs> and I was playing a social worker in this play. And the person I was social working was supposed to be a drug acted um, sex worker. Right. And so the casting director actually casted a meth addicted sex worker. That's awesome. And then one during one play, she was like, hadn't slept for like seven days and then just went off on this crazy monologue about how the ghosts are going to kill her. Cool. And then she just started smoking a cigarette on stage. And then I just had to like improvise wow. a whole scene. And like, someone's just like, script. that's, that's the awesome. best acting I've ever <laughs> yeah, seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. We did, did. Well, I think, was it, who did Marat Desaad and that was John, John and, and well, I know John. John did it, but whoever we did a lot of ones. There was and I did an acting got real kooky with that one. In acting sure. three, I did a scene of mice and men with Matt Burgos and myself, and I played Lenny, and well, I did it full. I am Sam style, right? right. right? Like yeah. full on, completely committed. like completely committed. And I remember, like in a. The joke, it's like a, literally like a jokey voice. Thought, well, I just want to, I just want to feel, I just want to Like, I was doing it like that. And I remember the acting teacher at the end, like a true, same thing, at the very end, just being like, y'all going to see this man perform this part on Broadway one day. <laughs> oh, this is Florida State University. You have to remember, this is yeah. Florida State University. We are farther which is, than Which is a great. Acting university. It's, it's a great. fine acting and university. And what the director said to the other guy at the end, he wasn't like even using that word in a derogatory way because at this point, no, that he word thought was that not a, a, a known. He thought Burgos word. made an incredibly brave choice right. of <laughs> casting an actual mentally Dude, handicapped I, I man. I committed so hard to that whole role, physically, verb, everything. It was a I great part. Story at ten Thank because you. you committed all the way. Thank wow. you so much. I'm yeah, still like I got the guy saying the word, but we're living in a different time. No one came. You know? Either. So no. Thank you for yeah. Also, no that. one came. I will give it, was it a, a nine. A story. Yeah. I will definitely give this story a nine because it really is a true formative story of Holden's entire career. To- totally. Yeah. Totally. Because everyone keeps asking the same question ever since. Yeah. Is he? 
<laughs> is there? Yeah. <laughs> nine as well. Uh, right. well. So we'll give it a nine. Uh, all right. say, okay. Amber, you, a you okay with the yeah, nine? Yeah, do a nine. Uh, okay. Okay. Waited. Right. It has to be weighted. All right. Henry, tell us about how you like fucked Henry up in front college. of Matt Stone. Yes, I was. was. Yeah, this sounds like a fever dream. It's one of the real? truly one of the worst days of my life. I think that um, yes, I did. Uh, I go through. I went through the whole process for Saturday Night Live. But I actually, uh, some people paint my audition as embarrassing. But actually, I was on the shortlist for a long period of time. I yeah. actually was on hold for about five months. I got really close. So yeah. actually, what was a weird, embarrassing fun. thing because I got naked in the audition and it was like a whole thing because I did the boardroom monologue for my audition. So that actually, in the end, while I'm still in therapy talking about that entire part of my life, it <laughs> is still like, I don't feel bad about what I did. No, you crushed yeah. it. I was fine. Crazy. I yeah. was fine. I didn't crush it because I would have booked it. But yeah, if I was you fine. You were great. I was fine. I guarantee you were great. You were no Shane Dawson. I don't know what I was. I wasn't there. I, Who's Shane Dawson? Yeah, what was Shane Dawson? Oh, he was, wasn't he the guy that was on SNL and I think got canceled or something? Uh, oh, that Gillis. other guy. Shane, Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. That's yeah. a whole other thing. That's a whole thing. Yeah, okay. um, that's what would happen he to actually, now. Actually, now it's different. That, that's now, why Shane Gillis wouldn't get the job. Now, though, is the difference. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But he got it from being a back in the day when you could actually audition. He auditioned as a stand-up and they yes. saw him as a stand-up as a whole thing. Yes. But so I was with a very because of that Saturday Night Live audition. So one of my first auditions, I, I, it was honestly I've, I had a really lucky series of events at the very top of my career. You weren't where, lucky. You worked your ass yeah, off. I did, but I also well, got. I was right when hard work meets opportunity. There's a thing. Yeah. But so I got a, the right place, right time, and worked his ass off. I got a manager. One of my first pilot auditions, I booked. It was produced by Lord Michaels. That got me immediately with CIA with a very big. Uh, agency, CAA. And so CAA, what they like to do is, the way they flex, is like, they'll do certain things where they're like, oh, because you're with us, you can skip some of these processes. This is like back in the day. So yeah. Who knows? And so at the time, Book of Mormon was, Josh Gad was leaving Book of Mormon and they were looking for his replacement. And they decided like my people, like, because this is like, I forget, this was like after the SNL audition. I'd already done JFL. Yes. I did a couple of things. And at that moment, they were like, we have an incredible audition for you. How would you like to go audition for the Book of Mormon? Mm -hmm. And I was like, honestly, I didn't know anything about it. Probably, probably, my, probably my favorite musical absolutely. of all time. It's I unbelievable. Went, it was so, unbelievable. It's this is before there was an album. This is when it was just hot on Broadway. You know, again, my heroes, true heroes of mine, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, they're going to do it. I was like, man, that's fucking awesome. Sure, absolutely. And then they're like, yeah, I, yeah, let me figure this out. And so I like got all the paper. I got a bunch of songs that um, ended up being, um, they sent me the, like, the MIDI files of the songs. They were extremely difficult. I got these paperwork and I was like, all right, this is fine. All right, but this has got to be, they'll see me. We'll see how this goes. Like, I'm certain I'll, I'll read through it or whatever. So I show up at this building and I go in and it's me and three other guys. And I was just like, what the, hey, what's up? And I had papers in hand. I had the papers from the scene. I had the paper from the song. Song I did, I barely knew. I truly barely knew. And these guys were all like, who are you? And I was just like, oh, I'm Henry. And, you know, because when you're in these situations, you kind of make fast friends with some people. You're yeah. like talking to stuff. And they're like, man, we've been doing this process for like three, four weeks. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, we went through the cattle call and then... We went and had a dance review, and then we went to go see the show, and then we met with the musical director, and we practiced the songs, and we've actually ran these scenes a couple of times. Like, they basically settled stuff. I was like, so you guys are all, like, off book. 
And for he all of it. fresh. I first, literally like fifth time. I got the, the papers like three days. Barely yeah, glanced at the it, yeah. like, like I do for a normal, like, yeah, like a yeah. blind for a normal, for like, like a, first a movie office. audition. Like I thought I was going into like, say like a general, like a beginning of this process. Right, but you were with CAA and they, they, they skipped put, you past the they line. They put me right at the final callback. Damn. I go white because I'm like, oh, I don't know any of this. And so before... If this was a first, you can kind of fudge stuff and make stuff and joke about it. But I, I, I haven't done this like this since. I then don't know the scenario, right? You're in this big, crazy office building on 8th Avenue. All of a sudden, I'm going through it. And I didn't know this was their Broadway-level rehearsal spaces. Yeah. So I walk into the audition room, not knowing what audition. I still have chills, goosebumps, even this moment. It was so deeply embarrassing. I walk into this room. I am not kidding. There are 20 people in the room. It's all of the producers, the choreographer, the musical director, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, directly in the center. Like, this was like, I was not, I didn't think I was going to see them. Like, I didn't think, they, I did not know that they were all going to be there. And so I go up and I fucking freeze. I, I did the first scene and it was like, fine. But then the scenes were a murder. But then the song. And the guy goes into the song and I'm try. I try to start it. And I'm wrong, and he has to start again. Ooh, and I'm watching them Rocky. both. Oh no! I mean, like at least, at least, just, like I know music, so yeah, I know yeah. how to. But it's still, I was just like not ready. Right. I barely. I just. I just stumble through, and you know, truly, just to watch my heroes. Right. Look at me and with the disappoint. Like literally, the you're wasting my precious. Moments of life. You disappointed your father. Yes. Oh, yeah. it was one of the worst moments I've ever had. And just uh. laughed. And I just like, I got on my phone and I just screamed. I just like, because I did not know at this time. I just called my agent. Just was like, what the living fuck? Did you just fucking do to me? What the fuck just happened? I don't think that's unwarranted. No, I lost my mind. I lost my mind. And they're like, so you don't want to be on Broadway or something like that? I was like, no, you fucking morons. Because you just torched any opportunity I'd ever have to work in front. This, they must know. If they saw my name again, I'm off every list. Yeah. Oh, you won't be, but because see- No, have I seen them since? <laughs> no. Yeah. It has been 13 years. Yeah. They might not remember. They might not I remember. don't think, I think I remember. You think you were that bad? Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh. It was one of the worst, truly one of the worst. I just remember just going to get blackout drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I just left and went straight to a bar and yeah. we just, I just got fucking Oh man, I got shitty. CAA, they're just Nepo babies. They have no idea how this business works, really, to be honest. It's I mean, actually- a lot of those people People. They don't understand, so they're just like, "Yeah, send them to the fire." They I don't just, know. Uh, that's I don't actually have a problem that's with not Nepo babies. No, I do. Really? I think they haven't worked for it. I feel yeah, like yeah, to be or honest, worked more when opportunity or, meets hard work. I well, what are they supposed to do? Not take advantage of the, the take it. I mean, because they don't. They're like the people that tell me, "Oh, you can't buy a home because you buy avocado toast." Uh -huh. You have no idea what's going on. That's or like boomers. send Henry. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's boomers. <laughs> or like send Henry into a Broadway musical audition, mm. not knowing. The bars, the music, the dancing, all the work that goes into it because the, they've never had to work like that. I don't, you've had agents. You know what this I is like. I think that's the word is agents. These, these I used guys to go to these Broadway callbacks in New York City and this shit is fucking, it is intense. Yeah. It is nails on a chalkboard. Like, you they kind of thought, ready. they looked at me. Dude, they, they, like, really, the main question was, the question from them was, do you sing? I was like, yeah. And so they were like, well, you could do blah, blah, blah. But so I think what they thought 
because CAA, let's be honest, they know what the fuck they're doing. They're extremely well established. Yeah. They know show business. Right. I wouldn't in be and out. a dick at CAA. Just no, you can be a dick at CAA. In general. I'm yeah. just saying they know what they're doing. Okay. They just they just kind of assume. Right. Like you remember how, like, I remember I first got SAG the like fees. And I remember my our manager literally was like, You don't have two thousand right. dollars saved? It's, and I was yeah. just like, no. I work three jobs I'm insanely yeah. just broke. to live my life. I yeah. can't pay for yeah, this. Yeah, they money. don't understand. And I, so but, they just kind of thought I'd pick it up. Like, oh, Henry's brilliant. He'll figure it I out. And you're like, no. I was doing a road gig that my other agency booked me. I don't want to say who they are. They're pretty big. But they, like, got William me a Morris. hotel. Uh, no. <laughs> no, sorry. But they got me this hotel that was, like, 300 bucks a night. And and I was just like, I can't afford this. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. why can't you just pay it? And yeah. I was like, I am working so much. Like, Why don't you, you come from about? institutional money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does it cost? Like Twenty dollars? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to go on backstage before the internet, like in the, a newspaper, and they would be like, you know, Annie or or God, what's the one where they're like kids and and uh, like the Holocaust? Kids, kids, Spring Awakening, <laughs> Spring Awakening. So I went to that audition, and what they would do because it'd be like a line out the door. They would, and it was a big reason why I started doing comedy in New York City because I used to do musical theater really hard, and I was like pretty good at it. You were really, you had a beautiful voice. Thank you, but it was a Spring Awakening audition because they would call us in twenty girls at a time, and we couldn't even speak. That's how much, that is how cutthroat this is in New York City. They yeah. would look at you and they would say yes, no, yes, yeah. no. I've been in plenty of auditions like that as a fat man. Yeah, fat man. Really? We, oh, fat yeah. men used to be treated more like that. I remember yeah. when we, we'd go to the fat man auditions. They would like take your shirt off and yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah, when yeah. Nick Turner freaked out. He was in a room and he was like, I'm not getting naked for you. Uh, <laughs> I remember hearing that thing and I was just like, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, a big movie recommendation, by the way, for that. Um, uh, definitely check out Every Little Step. It is the, uh, uh, audition process to cast uh, a chorus line, uh, the revival of a chorus line on Broadway. Oh, cool! It is such a good documentary about the just whole process of what it is, and, to... and that's also what chorus lines about. Yes, which so it's which very meta. It's really good. Every little step, yeah. definitely watch it. It's a. I saw it in the theater. I've seen it since God. then. There's it's a moment so in chorus line where they're like, "You all have to stay," and we still don't know who it's going to be. And this uh-huh. guy's like, "I got to go back to work," and they're like, "Yeah, you can go back to work, but you won't get it." And he, yep. he I, you could see him sort yeah. of like toss. I mean, that happened to me all the time. And yeah. they're like, "You have an audition today." I was like, "I have work today." And I know. They're like, well, if you can't make it, then we're going to stop sending you out. On so this. many situations. You know, it's, it's why there's a barrier to entry to show business, which quite often. And so it's like we're the, we're the an anomaly. The fact that we even have little. Curves, I was like, finding change thing. on the street so I could eat, yeah. and yeah. the big reason of like not a hatred because that's a big word, but just sort of a mm, don't like this person. I remember I was in New York and I, I I just hadn't eaten in like a couple days because I had paid my rent, my bills, my my subway card. Yeah. And but nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. That's yeah. right. Am I right, guys? And I told some girl, I was like, oh, I haven't eaten in a couple days. Like, I had everything paid. And I had all these auditions and I'm like working or whatever. And she's like, just eat, silly. You should just eat. <laughs> and I was like, I don't have any money. She's like, just dip it out of your savings account, silly. Oh <laughs> People don't understand. Yeah. The, they don't get cre- it. Or like, use your credit card. It's like, they won't give me they one. They won't let they won't. me have one. <laughs> I, uh, I give Henry's story a three to continue the disappointment of what the story was all Thank about. Thank you. Oh, I give it yeah. a five. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a great. It's not a good. Well, story. it's sad, but it's a great. The well, yeah, I wanted to give a, a really score good that's as disappointing story. as the story. The story's great. It's yeah. so disappointing. So I think I'm going to go five because of how good the story is, but it's also upsetting. Yeah. It's, yes. Okay. Sure. All right. So, I, yeah. so give it. So, so, so it's a four. four. So yeah, it's a four. Yeah. I just give it two. 
Oh, that's terrible. I hate. <laughs> I still like. All right, man. I just want to beg them for forgiveness. <laughs> I, I just somebody please right. somehow get me back I'm in front sure, of them so I, I can I please will just say, say I'm sorry. I'm sure they don't remember. No, that now at it's all. Now they it's won't. over. They but won't. back when I would never be, remember that. It's different. It's just, I have a showbiz story. We could go unless yeah, Ed so, was saying something. No, no, no. Let's do three. You, me, and Holden. Three okay. quick stories. End the episode. I'll make it quick. Okay, so I get this job on Craigslist, right? And I go on audition. The guy's kind of weird, but whatever. I get the movie role. He gets my. He wants my Facebook account. Who cares? He takes me to New Jersey to film a movie. He takes me to a. a so he trafficked you across state lines, right? <laughs> yeah. He did. He takes me to a motel, and I'm away from the cast and crew. And he says. Put on the clothes you brought. So I go to the bathroom and I change and I come back out. And he says, I thought you would change in front of me. I said, I, I don't really want to do that. And then he's like, you should. He, he called me fat. I wasn't fat. I was yeah. fucking bone thin, 100 pounds. You're not fat now. No, thank you. You've not ever been. You never will be. Thank you. But if you did, it's good. Whatever I want. <laughs> I did good. Whatever. See? Body positivity, baby. He was just trying to make me feel like shit. And I said, no, no. I kept saying no. And I kind of, he left. And then he fired me. Because I didn't sleep with him. Yeah. and But I will say to my attestment, because it's not a totally bad story, so I was kicked off the lot that day, and they were like, you have to get in the car and leave from New Jersey. And I said, I need my paycheck. I think it was like a $600 paycheck, which oh, yeah. is a lot of money oh, yeah. when you're banking young and hungry. I'm banking on this. I need to pay. I need to eat. So I break past like the lawyer and a little security guard guy. They're both kind of wimpy. And I go in his little room door and I pound on the door and I pound. I say, you owe me money. And I'm like kicking the door with my foot. I'm like, you owe me money. Yeah, man. And I make him pay me. And I said, I'm not leaving. And I'm going to make a stink until you give me money. And he fucking slipped a check under the door. Oh, I I left. Fuck yeah. Nice. Yeah. I got my fucking money, bitch. Well, that's great. Be crazy. Yeah, man. You got an eight for that. Get that money. Yeah, get money. Yeah, I'll go nine for getting money. Yeah, get that money. Get that money. I didn't show my tits and I got paid. Fuck you. Well, this is the thing. It It is very interesting how many times I, like, they say this about show business, but it is fucking, it is legit. People like in there, it's in legit. It is non-legit sec- circumstances like that. I've seen it on other sets where someone just they literally like will like most of the time a set will have an understanding on being like you are like when we did Wolf of Wall Street, there was a general like kind of notice from the AD being like, listen, in some of these scenes we are going to be asking some of you to be taking off your clothes, right? And you get a kicker. So you'd get like a two grand kicker to take your clothes off for the movie. But like you knew that you were going to be asked and that if you didn't do, you would be moved. You would be like- Yeah, you'd be fired. Yes. But it's it's weird how like, it, you know, Natalie talked about it. Natalie didn't want to do nudity. It's very, it's a, it's a rear like glass ceiling, especially in horror. Yeah, if you don't do if you don't do nudity, and if you you want nudity, do the nudity. He was just a scumbag of a guy. No, he was just a horrible. Yeah, he's no, he tried to rape you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I kicked his fucking door, and you got that fucking money. I got the money. You ain't got it back from him. That's the wrong one, dude. (laughs) Dinosaur facts. Oh, dinosaur facts. Uh, What do you give Amber's story? Uh, I give that story. uh, I'm gonna go give it a six. Yes, six. So we got what two eights and a six. That's a seven. Seven. Damn, I'm lowballing everybody. Yeah, you're. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. The lowball. I agree with the lowball. Um, all right. Do you have a tragic story or do you want me to go? <laughs> you go. I'll think of a tragic story. All right. So here's well, the, two. I mean, you know, well, <laughs> I, I, I got inspired by mine from what I heard from Henry's Matt. So I never knew that story as long as I've known you. you. Do you know my Broad City story? 
Oh, I don't this know is if tragic. I the story? I oh don't know my god! This. I don't know. Guys, I might have kept this one to myself. Get it's your pretty... handkerchiefs out. <laughs> so back when, uh, right before they got the TV show, they were still doing the web series, but they're like working on yeah, this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Alana and I were buddies, and it, we still are. But she cast me as Hannibal's part. No shit. And then I, I mean, uh, that's just t- tale wow. as old as time. That's like yeah. one of those yeah. where. Well, I got hammered and uh, and woke up late and didn't make it. <gasps> you fucking moron! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it would have been you. No, we had like because I was like tr- I didn't realize like there was like echelons. I'm like it's a web series. Who gives a shit? No, you but know? it was like, produced by Amy Poehler. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was yeah, cast I was and like and like mistake. I was like I'm mad at you. All right, yeah. be because clear, that would have helped me. To be that would have helped our there life. There were a million fucking web series at the time. It yeah. was a dime a dozen. It I was, didn't realize I was only shooting shit with Murder Fist, so it was like ah, you know, there wasn't pressure right. we for also anything. Had weird blinders on about Murder Fist for some reason. Yeah, like, and then it, I remember I don't know why I thought it was. I actually thought I was going to be on time. Oh, okay. But I, it turns out I woke up when I was supposed to be there uh, rather uh. than like it's like getting there and like all that stuff. Well, you so also, like, I will say- It was for the doctor part. That, yeah. I w- truly though, like I also have heard people tell, like I have other actors talk about you being, you you know, if you're on the Broadway play doesn't mean you're necessarily right, like in the, the No, movie. for sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Like yeah, most yeah, of yeah. the time you'd probably still would have to have had go audition against Hannibal for that part for later sure. on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would have helped. It would have helped that it was already Amy Poehler would have seen you act and maybe have helped. Yeah. Anything helped any one of us. Oh. And Mariah <laughs> would have been there and it could have been a helping hand, a guiding voice. Like somebody who could have said a single thing about one of our ideas. But I just remember I, I called and I was like, because I looked at the thing right when I woke up and I was like, oh fuck, I'm like late, you know, and I was it was gonna take me an hour to get there. And I called and I was like, oh, I thought it was this time. And uh, you know, sorry about the mistake. I'm on my way. And then uh, Alana was like, don't worry about it. We're going to do someone else. <gasps> yep. Damn. And, like, Fuck. and that someone else was Hannibal. You know, I'm going to give you a 10 just for the points. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm giving you for the five. I'm giving you a five for what, what you did to our early career. <laughs> <laughs> what you did to us. I'm giving it an eight. Figure eight. that one out. Five, I think it's a seven. I think that's a seven. Yeah. I think that's All right. And it's seven. You know, I, I, I don't know if I have like just a great encapsulating embarrassing sad story about acting and writing career but it's just been very uh, do you have so, one with sucking off with the boys so many I have no coming with the boys or that I'll just no no, no no just think about how you know you're still playing this character that people happen to think that I feel like that's one of the most incredible long-running characters of all yep. time in the Holden McNeely. an asshole that's got You've been doing it since you were like six, yeah, right? Since yeah, I'm like six years old. Don't know. Life is a costume party, and I was upset when I realized I showed up as myself. Right, and then my friend showed up, and then we came together. I think it's right. the caveat to that. Yeah. The the we have yeah, to yeah, pretend yeah, well, who we pretend to be well, because re- we are who we pretend. All right, hold on. Just three minutes. I was just reading about how Jim Carrey uh, uh, he he got lost in that Andy Kaufman role, and then his whole the reason why he's like totally kind of. But he also uh, did it wrong because Andy Andy Kaufman actually was completely in control. He actually totally. was not an asshole. Everybody was in on the joke except for the, the cast of Texas. After that role, he tried to go back to playing Jim Carrey, and he didn't like that role, and that's why he is now like what you know. Is that your story about Jesus? No, you're telling his story. But uh, <laughs> my story is this. I, I I'm going to go back to the one I was going to tell originally, and ended up telling the other one. 
I was struggling freshman year. I was just failing at acting class so bad. College. Like just an, or college of college. I was just, str- I was just, I thought everything was going to change and I was still that loser from Charlotte that had like two friends and then no one, you know what I mean? And just was embarrassed constantly. But one play, one, there was the one shining moment of academia that year was in my uh, dance class. It was like, we had to do an interpretational dance. It was like dance one, it was like really open free form kind of dance. So we had to bring an interpretational dance. I was listening to a lot of jazz at the time. I forget, you were. I forget the jazz song, but it was a really good jazz song. It might have been off of Giant Steps, to, which so is kind of obvious, but no. <laughs> but it was just a really good jazz song that I brought in. Um, and I did this dance. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember this. And I you remember. Were in that class? No, you. I just remember you talking about the, the fact that you had to go do an interpretive dance. It was literally the only thing I did that year that people, after I was done, everyone was like, wow. That was like, like, that, like, w- unbelievable. Well, because you know? as long as you cried in acting class, you won. But yeah. this was the thing, and I had remembered this about it, and the whole thing was we would watch a tape of it afterwards. And by the way, I like this story, just I've never said it out loud, and it's something I think about every now and again. So we watched the tape afterwards, and it's like a 9 a.m. class, really groggy. I don't know if you guys have this, but sometimes your penis is weird in the morning, right? right like, yeah. it's kind of, you wake up hard or whatever, right? Yeah, it's always inside this man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And like, I was hard in high school, high school, or in high school, I had an early morning Spanish class every morning, and I just always would be hard in that class, even though the teacher was completely unattractive to me, and I didn't understand it, and I'd have to do a belt tuck every time I got up to leave. Besides the point. See, we got the little boys coming. We reach, we get, <laughs> we get to the tape, and like, I remembered this about, I was like, yeah, I kind of had like kind of a half hard the whole time. So right? they filmed the interpretive dance? They filmed dance. all of the dances, and we like rewatched all of them to like talk about them and I remember like after I was over the dance I did feel good about the dance they were like that was amazing and I guess people just didn't quite catch it in the moment but upon rewatching, I did like a bridge move where I like put my hands back and like thrust my whole pelvis up oh and there was like a tent kind of it was oh. like a half hard oh went my up. god okay and so yes. I remember just there was a kind of a collective like oh oh <laughs> <laughs> And, 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 and like and like it finished and like we kind of just we kind of just moved on. Brutal. And and it's oh a th- it's one of those thoughts I've it's it's a one thing I've never said in a microphone because I think I've said like pretty much every embarrassing thing that's happened to me in a microphone. But also ah, just realize mo- interpretive dance is the most first level of yeah. most embarrassing thing yes. of all time, especially right. to watch it after it's but been then, in the moment. But then it's also like this high height of huh? my semester huh? or whatever, huh? because I am just sucking at everything. Like every, yeah. no one likes what I do. Everything sucks. And it's the one thing that people seem to really be hot on that I did, which is this dumb interpretational dance. That's and then incredible. we rewatched the tape and I've just got this like, I mean, it was kind of artistic because it was just a full tent. Like when I pushed up, it was like a full pyramid. Well, you were just feeling so vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. you got to be half hard when you. It do wasn't even that I was all vulnerable. It was nine in the morning, and just like I was just out of it, and just I feel like sometimes I'm just kind of half hard in the morning. Can I don't you know. do that dance again live? I, I would love to get the tape. I, I don't remember what I did, but I did a bunch of cool shit, and it was like to this jazz because I would just get stoned and listen to this jazz and like process the shitty life that I had. Like mm-hmm. like most days, I had like a one hour window my room roommate wouldn't be in the apartment who I hated and I would put on jazz music get really high and just like flail around the room mm-hmm. as a way to just like get whatever was in me out of me because I was so upset but anyways that's great that was awesome that's great that was a great story thank you 
Nine. Yeah, it's a nine. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a nine. Let's nine. Do nine. Yeah, I'll give it a nine. Around. Yeah, just because it's good, embarrassing, and new. It's good, embarrassing. It's a new, I embarrassing story. Like, yeah. man, I was yeah. gonna maybe yeah. tell the Beanie Weenie story. No, or, like the Nell date I went on in middle school. Oh, love the Nell. Love the Nell date. Oh, that Save that. But I've Save talked that. about. It. I've talked about that a, a few times in a microphone. But I've never told that story. That's one of much like the Playboy. You can keep it. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a thing that'll <laughs> pop into my head every now and again. I go like. Because also you had yeah. such like that class too, because it's all like brand new BFA actors. Everybody's very attractive for kids at the time. You know, yeah. like eighteen. It's all these like cool girls, cool guys. Everybody, especially the BFA. Everybody's very cool. Oh, and, yeah, just so full of shit. Too. I, I love just it. Hated it. Well, Holden, well, you got two nines. That's eighteen. You're our winner today. There you go. Oh, and, shit. and the moral is lowball everybody, and you'll low, fucking win. Always lowball. More yeah. of that, and also coming with the boys. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and coming with the boys. Thanks, yep. Ed, for Coming. sharing with our, us your first gay experience. I'm honestly, no I'm so proud of you, Eddie, that you can even tell these stories because everybody looks at you. I'm just like, that guy's a football loving, Pepsi drinking man. Yeah, it Pepsi. Makes, it makes sense why you always try to get me to watch the Playboy <laughs> Channel with you when we live together in uh, New York. Uh, yeah, that's well, actually I haven't now. <laughs> What the Playboy Channel? Yeah, we can come over anytime. Yeah, if you want to, you go have the Playboy Channel. I actually don't know. You <laughs> might. Do they still have Playboy Channel? I'm sure. I was on your TV I when I dog sat, and I found like some weird show that was like freebie or whatever. Not freebie. I forget what it was, but it was some weird. You I know, try not to watch porn in the living room. <laughs> no, not at all. I think it's weird. I watch it on yeah. my phone. All right, Ed, you do the credits because no, we got absolutely yeah we got yeah, we got to start the go. show. Um, thank you so much for listening. Obviously, listen to last podcast on the left. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Uh, there's another show called Side Stories that exists. But the true thing is, Classy Night Out coming, coming back on um, July 5th. We're going to be yes. 8 p.m. at the Pack Theater. Come check us out there on July 5th. That's it's a be Wednesday. Two days after Ember's birthday. Two days after. That's Look at your right. wonderful memory. Mm-hmm. Look at that. So I come check that out. You. Happy birthday. Uh, See, I'm doing it Both now. of you, we haven't booked it yet. If you are available, you both are welcome sure. to do, do the show. Do you want to do your own show? Congrats. Love to. Um, also, Holden, uh, check out Wizard and a Bruiser in page seven. I was just on Wizard and a Bruiser. We talked about A Little Mermaid. Ed is our resident Disney expert, uh, uh, so we always have him on for uh, and theme park experts. We also had John for Universal Studios theme park. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic! You're our only regular guest, by the way. I love that. Yeah. That makes me so happy. Yeah, you're on. Well, you really know. You are guest. truly an expert on theme parks. You watch all the. You and Natalie both watch all the videos. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so much fun. It's you know, it's when I'm at my uh, my happiest. It's, it's my element. It's not when you're performing. No, you prefer well because when you well, were a child, stressful, stressful. When you were a child, that's your parents would let you go run free in a theme park, so it makes you think of childhood joy. Yeah, exactly. and it was better than when you were forced to watch your parents gamble. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know, forced to you know beat kids up. Uh, playing football. Uh, so, you know, it's just pure fun. And um, <laughs> check us out on Instagram, uh, Dr. Fantasty sure. over here. And yep. you're Holden McNeil? Holden MCN, I think. Holden MCM on Instagram. God, real easy. Though. Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, The Brighter Side LPN on Twitter. You're off, right? I'm, I'm, out, I'm out too. Yeah, I'm out too. I'm about to get out, man. I'm about to So don't you listen to all that. exist. Twitter is not real anymore. Fuck it. Amber Smelson, Brighter Side LPN, but yeah, who cares? Um, the next Brighter Side Live at the Pack Theater is going to be on uh, 
July 21st. That's a Friday at 9 p.m. Um, you can check us out there. That's all at the same theater as Classy Night Out. That's 6320 Santa Monica Boulevard. That's going to be a great show. We got Jeff Ross and Nicole Buchanan on that show. Um, Brighter Side live on Twitch. Um, check us out. The next one is going to be on June 21st, where I won't be there. And Sina Gosnavi will be sitting in for me. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's right. That's on the uh, LPN Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash last podcast network. Um, we got Patreons. Um, why don't we let you, because there's a last podcast Patreon. What do you guys offer on there? We have ad-free episodes uh-huh. uh, that you can pay for, and then also uh, the video episodes. So ten dollars, you get all of it. Okay, uh, you get the video episodes. We shoot all of our shows, all of both shows, side stories, and last podcast. We put it on edited on the the uh, Patreon, and then also uh, you watch our live stream, last stream on the left, live on Patreon if you're a subscriber. Very cool. And you got Wizard and the Bruiser and Page Seven, right? Page Seven, so, uh, uh, Patreon.com. Uh, forward slash whizbrew patreon.com forward slash page have a podcast and yeah I mean just it's an insane amount of content for five dollars a month a and you can also join us uh, for our weekly sun uh, uh, on discord live to to interact on each of those in different ways just check that out for that also I forgot about the final caveat of the first story which is Michael Ritchie turned to the other guy who asked if I was mentally having issues and sa- said finally he acts uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who was the really cool that. guy? Not Michael Ritchie. George Judy, which George was Judy. Judy. Southern accent that was talking about how he was going to be on Broadway during Wait. Of My Cement. Well, he was like my mentor for a while. <laughs> Same with yeah. me. And so one of my favorite, one of my favorite acting lessons ever, where he said anything but bore me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was great. Last he directed a play. I I was in a play in college yeah, that's time. Right. And he directed my play. He was great. But and then he like, he never had notes for me. I don't know if he thought I was an idiot or no. I think no. that you're natural, naturally yeah. a very a good actor. Man. Yeah. yeah. The uh, and uh, he was scared to give you notes because you might come in <laughs> yeah. front of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even like I heard stories about what you were like in high school. Amber, tell the people about your Patreon. It's Amber Smelson. Way to support me as an artist. Um, I do a lot of cooking videos. And lately, I'm doing a deep dive in like what color and cuts look good on you for style. Nice. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Also, just give her cash if you see her. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's also, yeah, always accept. What's your Venmo? You should plug in your Venmo. Like, I'm like, oh, Amber, actually, you know what? Just give her money. It's Amber Nelson Seven. Seven or is it six? Let me do this real quick. All right. Give her money. Okay, just give her straight up money. It yeah. is uh, Amber Nelson, Amber Dash Nelson Dash Six. Oh, dash yeah. Six. I was close. All right. Yes. All right. And I am uh, also a patreon.com slash Eddie Tunes. You can find me. Uh, it's at home of the Eddie Tunes two hour radio hour. And I got some exclusive playlists on there. And also, I uh, put on my road gigs that I get taped and I put them up there so you guys can watch me oh, develop yeah. my time. Uh, also, if you want to come see me on the road, I'm going to be performing um, on. Uh, what is this? What is this number? June sixteenth and seventeenth at uh, the Comedy Works in Denver. Uh, August fourth and fifth, Portland Helium. Speak and September fifteenth in Orlando, Florida. I'll be in a backyard somewhere. Um, you you <laughs> can it. rent and buy my movie How American Kill My Mother. How American Kill My Mother dot com. Um, secret giveaway is still going strong. Fucking contact us about that shit. Thank you, April, Madeline, Ryan, and Maddie for all the work you do on our show. Nice and taking us out today i got the water park three playlist is out yeah and so taking us out today is a song from the water park three playlist that's the tailspin theme by the disney afternoon singers oh. <laughs> <laughs> disney are we allowed to play that oh uh, well we play like 10, 10 seconds of it great yeah love it love you guys bye
This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. The legends are true. Overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.